Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here. Each June 20th, the globe comes together to honor World Refugee Day. The United Nations General Assembly launched a holiday in 2000, and since then, the worldwide community has spent the day focused on ways to improve the lives of refugees. To honor this day, a local charity with more than 60-year history will be hosting an event. To talk with us about that is the Executive Director of United Community Family Services, Chaldean American Ladies of Charity, Kristen Olmedo. Kristen, how are you? It's a pleasure to have you back on at your community. Oh, thank you so much for having me this morning, Vanessa. I'm very excited to be here. So let's talk about World Refugee Day. What exactly is this and what does UC Family Services, Chaldean American Ladies of Charity, plan to do? Sure. World Refugee Day shines a light on the rights, needs, and dreams of refugees, helping to mobilize political will and resources so refugees can not only survive but thrive. And this year, the tagline for World Refugee Day is whoever, wherever, whenever. Everyone has the right to seek safety. So whoever they are, people forced to flee should be treated with dignity. And wherever they come from, people forced to flee should be welcomed. And whenever they are forced to flee, they have the right to be protected. And Vanessa, that is something that United Community Family Services really believes in. So we are very excited to participate with all of our clients this day. And we'll be hosting a family picnic so that we can celebrate all the refugees who have come to the United States and our clients of United Community Family Services. That's wonderful, Kristen. And, you know, for people that have a little history of United Community Family Services, it has more than a 60-year history. It was established by a group of women in the Chaldean community to help refugees assimilate to the United States. So can you elaborate a little bit on that? This is really in line with the whole inception of the, the longest-running Chaldean nonprofit in the, in the country. You are absolutely correct. 60 years ago, a small group of women got together and they pioneered our organization to help the poor, sick, and elderly and provide emotional and economic support when they came to the United States. And their mission 60 years ago was visionary and it's just as relevant today as it was in 1961. Our mission really has not changed. We continue to care for the poor, the sick, and the elderly but we have added so many additional services throughout our 60 year history. And that's what's really exciting is that what those women began 60 years ago, we've kept going and we keep growing. Yeah, it, it's really wonderful. So it's women helping other women and their families and, and husbands are very much involved as well. Men get involved. And so tell us, you know, this this picnic that's going on, it, you know, what do you have ideas of what's planned and and uh, are the are they the people that you typically service on an everyday basis? Yeah, so we will we are renting a park in Troy, and we're going to have a family picnic and a barbecue. We'll have game stations and music. It will encourage social engagement with the refugees and with all of our clients. They'll see old friends, and hopefully, they'll meet some new ones. 
they'll learn about more programming that United Community Family Services has to offer them and their family. And it will be a day just to recognize all of them and what they have been through and where they've been and where they are going. Wow. So, um, Kristen, tell us about um, the the programs you do on a regular basis, like in, in terms of helping the refugees. And uh, you have so much going on a daily basis for all people from all ages, children to seniors. So tell us a little bit. Give us some background. Sure. Let's start with our youngest clients, the children. We offer a variety of services to them, but the two biggest services are our project achievement after school tutoring. They come together to our office once a week after school and they're provided tutoring based on their grade level. We are open from first grade to 12th. And so whatever you need help on, we are there to provide that additional assistance. And then we also have a STEAM program that we run after our project achievement where the children do a STEAM project and they are able to learn more about science, technology, math, and the arts. Okay. And then we also have in the summer, a summer youth program. A lot of our refugee children have never played sports or quote unquote American sports. And so we use this opportunity to introduce them to all sports and to really let them see what they have an interest in and what they would like to pursue after. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. And, then, and you know, what, you know, Christian, that's something you don't think about is like kids that are not exposed to sports in America. I mean, it's, a, it's something we don't even think about. Absolutely. And sports are so important. It's social engagement. It's peer to peer working out resolutions. And so that is something that we really take pride on is getting a group of kids together that maybe don't have very much in common, but they all need to work together for a common goal. And so we introduce them to every sport available to see what they really like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's great. So go ahead, Kristen. Mm -hmm. So moving on up. <laughs> yep, move, <laughs> moving on up, we have a special needs program. What most people don't realize is that a lot of refugees coming to America, their children could have special needs and it could be due to um, medical care that they received in the host country between where they fled from prior to re coming to the United States. It could be a birth issue. And so we offer a special needs program to not only help the children and young adults who have those special needs, but also for their parents, because I'm sure many of us can imagine it is very difficult for the parents as well. And so we offer events that special needs children and young adults can attend where they can interact with one another and have a great time while the parents can discuss with each other ways of coping and helping each other out. Wow, that's wonderful. And then for our older clients, we have a senior refugee program. And this is one of my favorites because we bring all the seniors together. And that's the most difficult, really, because a lot of the seniors who come, they're older. They don't speak the language. And so yeah. it's very difficult for them to assimilate into uh, American lifestyles. So they can come in, we offer them with citizenships, but more importantly, 
we offer group outings and health and wellness classes. And we're trying to reduce that social isolation and increase the integration to their new communities. And they do the, the most amazing things together. They, uh, we took them to the casino, actually. That was quite a hit. Last summer, we took them to a beach in Port Huron. We took them to Cranbrook Gardens. So we really try to find a variety of items that they might not do on a daily basis or really ever and try and incorporate that. We also took them to the capital of Michigan this year and they received a tour. So that was a lot of fun and probably an opportunity that most wouldn't have received otherwise. Mm. And Vanessa, they, we also do cooking where they come in and they cook. And let me tell you, those seniors are the best cooks out there. And that's oh, probably yeah. my favorite day to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And we can learn so much from them in it. And, you know, not too long ago, um, the Caroline American Ladies of Charity put out a wonderful cookbook featuring recipes from women all over the country, Middle Eastern recipes with a Caroline flair from these women, from women like you yes. we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the recipes in the cookbook, it's named Mama Siva. You can purchase it on Amazon, but oh my gosh, it is just the most amazing food and prepared by the most amazing people. It's yeah. really great. And then yeah. for our refugees uh, who aren't of senior age, we offer a citizenship. It's refugee and asylee citizenship program. So all of our refugees, refugee clients are eligible to participate in all of our programs, but most important, it's this one. And they are provided assistance with completing all the applications and documents required. We offer ESL and citizenship classes to get them ready for their tested interview. And then we participate in mock interviews with them to get them ready for their naturalization interview with USCIS. Oh, that's awesome. So you're doing a lot. There's so much that you're doing on a regular basis. And for people listening who want to get involved and maybe volunteer, support you in some way, what can they do? Oh, we would love to have you come out and volunteer. We offer a food pantry on the second and, Friday, second and fourth Fridays of each month. And we package all the food up the Thursday prior so we would love to have you come out and volunteer on those second and fourth Thursdays and Fridays of the month. And if that doesn't work out for you, just call us and come out for a tour. We would love to show you our facilities. In addition to office space where we teach our classes and meet with our clients, we have a very large warehouse and food pantry in the back that we call our share house. And in there we offer furniture, clothing, household items, bedding, baby items for our clients when they first arrive. A lot of them come to the United States with just the clothes on their back or a backpack. And so we really provide everything from the essential clothing all the way to your silverware. Mm, mm. So we're talking with Kristen Olmedo here on It's Your Community. She is the Executive Director of United Community Family Services, Kelly and American Leaders of Charity, the longest running charity in the country uh, that started out in the Kelly community, but you service all kinds of refugees and all people assimilating in the United States. Isn't that correct, Kristen? That is correct. We service everyone. We don't turn anyone away as long as you qualify for any of our programs. And really there's a program for everyone. 
Yeah. Most importantly, probably our food pantry right now. I'm sure you realize, Vanessa, going to the grocery store, uh, food is outrageous right now. And so it is very difficult for our families to put food on their table while still keeping up with their everyday important bills, rent, mortgage, medical expenses, those type of things. So we try to supplement as best we can by offering our food pantry and our clients can come in again, the second and fourth Fridays of the month, and they receive a box of food, which usually is around 80 pounds of food. And we give it, there's no charge at all to our clients. So Kristen, that's a really good point. Yeah. Food is outrageous. Inflation, you know, we're in the middle of inflation. We're talking about a recession. The needs are growing and it's harder and harder for food pantries to exist. And you were recently featured in, uh, you know, a local, um, Detroit news article, I believe, or the free press, mm-hmm. free, free, the press, free, press. press. Yep. free press and, um, on uh, Catholic radio talking about this very issue uh, because the growing cost of food today. The cost of food is outrageous right now, Vanessa. At United Community Family Services, we've already spent 11 and a half times money than we spent the same period last year. So January through March 13th, we've already spent 11 and a half times what we had spent the year before. Wow. Wow. Prices are going up and the need more importantly is going up. We've experienced a 36% increase in clients coming to us this year over last year. And to be honest, Vanessa, we were surprised by that because we were still in the pandemic at this time last year. And we thought once the pandemic subsided a little, we would see a decrease in clients and it has been the exact opposite that we're experiencing. Wow! And so when our clients come, we just had one yesterday, they received just a variety of items. So for instance, yesterday they received tomatoes, cucumbers, cabbage, potatoes, milk, chicken, a box of scalloped potatoes, barbecue sauce, and rice. And we always include a recipe card, Vanessa, which we find is very neat for our clients to experience something new that they might not have had from their country of origin. And Mm. so yesterday was barbecued chicken. So we, we tried to mix it up and add something that would work for everyone, but still let them experience something new. I love that. That's just another way, Kristen, that you're helping people assimilate. You know what I mean? Trying mm-hmm. the foods in America. And, you know, obviously, you know, the, the foods, they're going to be more apt to get food in America opposed to what they're used to in their own country, but they have to know how to cook them and then help their children assimilate. But I remember growing up, you know, uh, my parents were immigrants. And so they would send us to, to school with what was called the Hratha meat pies. And the, all the other kids looked at us weird, but you know, now everybody wants those because they're at every right. local <laughs> restaurant. But like my, I remember like having to and hummus and all this stuff was not really popular growing up. And my parents like making a tuna fish sandwich was so foreign to my mom. She's like, what's a tuna fish sandwich? Like, you know what I mean? Um, so it's, it's so good that you're doing that because it's, it's just as important to the children that the parents right. know how to make these foods because they want to fit in, you know, and they want to experience the, 
the American lifestyle. So just a great example of how to, in a simple way, showing people how to assimilate. We're talking with Kristen Olmetto from United Community Family Services, the Caldean American Ladies of Charity, honoring World Refugee Day on June 20th. They're having a picnic. As you can hear from her, they're doing so much to help people assimilate into the country, but they need your help because the cost is so expensive. And you have a couple fundraising events coming up that people can get involved in a golf outing and your annual gala. So let's take the golf outing. How can people participate in that? We would love to have you come out and golf. It's Friday, June 10th at Shenandoah Country Club in West Bloomfield. If you're interested in golfing, please go to our website, ucfamilyservices.org. It is a great time. It is absolutely a beautiful course. And so we would love to have you come out and golf with us during that day. If you don't like to golf or you don't want to golf, we have an exciting white party that happens that evening. It is dinner and with music and everyone has such a wonderful time. It is all white, so folks wear all white, and it's a great way to kick off the summer. Yeah, it's a great party. It's a lot of fun. My husband's golfed in that outing uh, many times, and we've gone to the white party. It's a fun event, and you're helping a great charity. Uh, so how can people give us the website for that, to register for that? Sure. It's ucfamilyservices.org. Okay. And then tell us about the annual gala. Sure. We have an annual gala that's coming up on Thursday, August 18th. Again, the event will be held at Shenandoah Country Club. And this year, the theme is uh, Caldean Night Live. So we will have comedians who will um, speak to our guests about funny anecdotes regarding Caldean culture. And we serve a lovely dinner. There is an auction, there is music, and there's a silent of silent auction as well. Great. And so that's again website again, Kristen, for that if they want to get tickets. Yep. It's ucfamilyservices.org. And that event is Thursday, August 18th. So if people want to sponsor that, they can do that as well. Oh, absolutely. We are always looking for sponsors. And both of these events are widely attended. And so they're a great opportunity for people to hear about your company or your organization if you're interested in sponsoring either. So we're... Um... You also, you launched in 2020, which I'm very involved in, and I love the the program, mm -hmm. is the Women's Business Institute. So let's talk about, a little bit about that, about women collaborating, connecting, and communicating with other women business professionals. It got launched in a tough year, 2020, but now it's right. you know, got, you know, breathing new life into it. So let's talk a little bit about that, Kristen, and I know you're very passionate about WBI as well. I am very passionate about WBI. Women's Business Institute to me is probably one of the founding uh, reasons why I am part of this organization that I love so much. But WBI supports the development among women at all levels of entrepreneurship, business, employment. It offers a platform in which women can create, grow, and sustain viable businesses that contribute to the economic growth and job creation. And as you mentioned, Vanessa, this program was launched in 2020, right at the beginning of the pandemic. 
It was very difficult. We went on Zoom for almost two years, but really we wanted this, uh, these events to be in person so women could really talk to each other, network, and really grow their businesses or their social networks. Mm-hmm. And we want to be able to provide resources and opportunities so that women can grow and have advancements in their careers. So also there's a couple things that we're going to be doing at WBI is a mentorship program. So if people are in, if women are interested in mentoring other women professionals, uh, we want to set up a mentoring program so you can reach out to WBI USA, right? Dot org. I'm trying a blank. Yes. WBI USA.org. That's correct. And then also a mentoring program is one thing that I know WBI really wants to do. And then, you know, there's going to be quarterly networking events and other opportunities. Uh, But if people want to share ideas with us uh, too, um, they can do that as well. It's just a a way for women to connect, communicate and collaborate women, business professionals, but mentoring is so important, Kristen, you know, I've had mentors in my life. I wish I had more, but, um, in my career. Um, but I think they're so important, especially in the world we live in today. Absolutely. I had a mentor when I first joined women's business Institute, and she was absolutely critical in my growth and development as a leader. And I am so incredibly grateful to her for that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's, uh, one of the things look out more for WBI, uh, um, and they're on uh, Facebook. You can follow them on Facebook as well and offer some insight and, um, uh, opportunities. So for people with, um, uh, Kelly and American Ladies of Charity, UC Family Services. Um, what are what is the biggest need? Is it volunteers and what kind of volunteers? Like, what are you looking for on a regular basis, Kristen, for help? We're always looking for volunteers. We have so much going on and we would love for folks to come out and give their time. We are also in desperate need of food items. We always have an Amazon food list that we're pushing. Uh, some of the staples, rice, tomato paste, lemon juice that we try and give our clients frequently, we're always in need of. And even if it's only one can of tomato paste, it makes such a big difference because that means that we can use those funds and put them towards another program or other food items that we might need to purchase. So anyone interested in doing a food drive for United Community Family Services, please reach out via our email at info at ucfamilyservices.org. And I would be lo- I would love to connect with you to talk about ways that we could get you, your family, your organization, your church involved in doing a food drive. Mm-hmm. Also just coming for a tour, coming for a tour and seeing what we do and then going out into the community and telling your friends and family. A lot of people don't know about UC Family Services. And honestly, I think we're probably one of the best kept secrets in Oakland County. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a really good point. Taking a tour and seeing what's going on and seeing how your corporation might be able to help and uh, connecting with other people. And, you know, we t- we're very big proponents here on Itcher Community about communicating, connecting, collaborating with others. How, you know, and you've done a good job. What are some of the groups and organizations you've collaborated with over the years that have really been beneficial? The United Way has been instrumental in our growth. Uh, at United Community Family Services. They have just been wonderful. We also work with gleaners. We receive food from them. We also receive food from Forgotten Harvest. Forgotten Harvest. We 
collaborate with a lot of the local churches, and we are so grateful to them for all that they're able to help us with over the holidays, and even helping let their parishioners know that we are here to help them if they are in need. So we're talking with Kristen Olmedo here on It's Your Community, Executive Director of UC Family Services, Chaldean American Ladies of Charity. World Refugee Day is coming up. Um, this is something the United Nations General Assembly launched in 2000. There's, they, they do a lot in helping refugees assimilate into the United States, and they have so many programs. If you've heard something that really compelled you, you can reach out to Kristen and her team and see how you can collaborate with them. I'm a big proponent in collaborating. That's what I love about It's Your Community, Kristen, because I think that we can't do this alone. A lot of nonprofits do a great job in collaborating together for a common good, right? And it may be just on one event, but it helps a big number of people. Absolutely. Not every nonprofit offers the same programming. And so if there's something we don't have, we are always giving referrals to our clients to someone that they might be better able to assist them and vice versa. If there's something that we do that another nonprofit doesn't, we're always looking for those assists when it comes to that. Collaboration is such a huge thing. Problems will not be solved individually. They really take a big team to do it. And WBI is another uh, opportunity. If you want to mentor, you can reach out um, and see if we can, you can, the mentors at WBI could be set up with refugee women uh, who are trying to establish themselves in this country, right, Kristen? So they can mentor Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And, and you help them, right. you know, help women and their families, their husbands and their children, you know, a job interviews and resumes and, and establishing themselves in this country. That is absolutely correct. Moms have so many tools, but they have so much going on. And so if we can offer them any assistance, we want to do that and we want it to be meaningful. So if you are looking for a way to volunteer and you believe that you have the ability to mentor someone, please reach out. We would love to connect you with someone in our organization. And another thing that WBI is going to do too, in addition to mentoring, is a mastermind. Uh, so we're going to do some masterminds with women um, who want to focus on marketing or growing their business. We'll do different ones throughout the year. So we'll facilitate mastermind groups as well. Kristen um, Almeida, what else do you want to share with our listeners here on It's Your Community about the work that you're doing with UC Family Services, Kelly and American Ladies of Charity? I think what I would like everyone to remember is that even though we are in Oakland County, which is a very wealthy county, there are so many people who need our help and it is very diverse. And so anything that you can do to help a neighbor in need is so appreciated. And if you are looking for ways of what you could do, please contact us. We have a great network of other charities. If you don't think ours is the perfect fit, we would love to connect you with someone else. But come out for a tour, participate in a food pantry day, and really see all we have to offer to the community. That's a great, great suggestions there, Kristen. And, um, you know, again, it's UC Family Services. Give out your website one more time. Yep, it's ucfamilyservices.org, and the Women's Business Institute uh, website is wbiusa.org. Crystal Almedo, thank you so much, Almedo, for joining us here on It's Your Community. Thank you, Vanessa. I appreciate it. Again, I'm Vanessa Denha-Garmo with 
Epiphany Communications and Coaching. I am a communication strategist. I am a content creator, so I do a lot of writing for clients and am a career coach. If you want to reach out to me with any topics or learn more about the work that I'm doing, sign up for a free newsletter. You can go to Epiphany Communications and Coaching. Uh, you can also go to all my social media platforms. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I Epiphany Communications and Coaching on Facebook. You can follow us there and you can send me a private message. We're always looking for topics topics and the guest ideas for It's Your Community because we're always connecting, communicating, and collaborating with the community. So thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next time here on It's Your Community. It's Your Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.